0: Good morning, my brothers. Your boy Garrett J. White, the Master Coach Mentor, and welcome to Warrior on Fire Daily Fuel Edition. Today's topic is this: Your courage will always follow your commitment. Sit back, and relax, and welcome to today's Daily Fuel. Hi, my name is Bailey White. My dad is Garrett J. White, the Master Coach Mentor. <laughs> Mentor. <laughs> You're listening all to right, me All right, all right, all right. So I'm the fine. the topic of fear itself is a uh, well, it's not a new one. And it's not a new conversation down in the marketplace. And the conversation of courage isn't a new one either. These two conversations of courage and fear, courage and fear, courage and fear, people have been writing about them, talking about them, discussing them over and 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 over again for, well, a long ass time. I'm certain at least 100 years, maybe longer, probably longer, I'm certain longer. You know, back trying to hunt the old saber tooth. I'm sure there was a lot of fear talk. Well, I don't want to go out and hunt the saber tooth. It's going to probably eat me. Kind of like the talk about everybody not wanting to get in the ocean because the sharks might eat you anyways. Who who knows? I, for some reason, I think it's scarier to get eaten by a shark than a saber tooth tiger. I don't know why that is. I mean, at the end of the day, you're dead either way, right? Saber tooth tiger puts his teeth in you or a shark puts his teeth in you. Either way, you're dead. I don't know. All right, on to, on to the, the, the actual topic for today commitment encourage commitment encourage commitment courage. commitment and courage so i see a lot of people searching for the courage to take a stand take a stand in their message take a stand in their marriage take a stand in the relationship with their children take a stand in the way they market take a stand in the way they live business You know, the way that they deal with their marketing message, the way they deal with their sales conversation, maybe the pricing with their product, program, or service, with the the stand they want to take about God, about Jesus in their life, about whatever it is. Like, they they want this courage. And oftentimes I found myself in this same boat, wanting to have courage, but lacking the fuel of courage. So what is the fuel of courage, right? What is it that fuels courage? Well, some would say it's faith, and I would agree. Faith itself is a part of this, right? Well, what is faith? Faith itself is a belief in something that is unseen, but you know to be true, right? Can't see God, don't know God directly, right? I mean, it's not like I'm sitting down having a little conversation with God in a rocking chair. Now, some people might be having a conversation in a rocking chair with God, not me. Like, that doesn't happen for me. So, unless, of course, it's like my grandma sitting in the rocking chair and there's like wisdom of God being spoken through my grandmother, which could be possible. And I would say probably has happened. But let's come back to this conversation, though, this, this idea of faith. Faith itself drives a desire for something, right? It says, hey, listen, your life doesn't have to continue to be the way it is. But faith itself doesn't mean much unless it rides on the wings of commitment. So fuel for commitment is faith. Faith says, hey, listen, I, I don't know for certain that this thing that I am reaching for is possible happened in somebody else's life, but I don't know if it's possible in my life. You know, I hear about Garrett and how he turned his marriage around, but I don't know if that's possible in my marriage. I hear how Garrett has turned around, you know, his things, his situation, his businesses, uh, but I don't know if that's possible in my business. You know, or you look out and you see somebody who's lost weight and you're like, well, a person's lost weight, but I don't know if that's possible to lose weight in my body. And so faith itself becomes this fuel to leap into the void of what could be possible. So that's the first piece, right? What, what rides on the wings of faith then is commitment. And commitment says, I'm going to do it. Like, it's, I'm going to do it. It's not like a, a, it's no longer just a theory. It's no longer just a feeling. It's a, I will do it. And commitment itself transcends feeling. It's not like, when you, when you commit to do something that you're new to or you're scared of or it's brand new, etc., there, there is no possible way for you to know the ending from the beginning until you go. And even then you're not gonna know because success itself is not a straight line, it's a zigzag process. You're gonna constantly make about turns, U-turns, left turns, get off the freeway, get on the freeway, get on a different freeway. Like there's no way, Like there's no way I could've told you that I would end up right where I am the way that I did to where I am today. There's no way possible. Could not have, and so all I could do was commit to what? Do the work when today that at least I knew today I needed to get done. I watch a lot of people spend so much time creating fear and anxiety and stress in their lives because they're stressed out about trying to get all the right answers based upon some kind of outcome they think they're working towards. But the problem is our mind starts to create the inevitable path that says, this is how it's supposed to go down. Pretty positive, this is how it's supposed to go down. You're like, well really, is that really how it's supposed to go down because you got now you've gotten attached to how it's supposed to look. God said, listen, your life's going to be led to this type of reality. And you're like, okay, cool. And naturally, by what I know today, that would mean that my pattern needs to look like A plus B equals C. And you're like, dude, listen, if A plus B equals C was the pattern that it would ultimately be, then you wouldn't need to have faith because you would already know it worked. And the reality, according to what Albert Einstein spoke to and has been my experience too, is the simple fact that your mind has created your current reality, which means your beliefs. Who, you are, who your capacity exists to be, your current level of courage, confidence, commitment, faith, all of that has produced life the way you know it, which means in order to produce something different, what you currently have available to you is not going to cut it. Isn't that the craziest concept? Like, who you are right now is not big enough to pull that shit off. Because if who you were was big enough to pull that off, then you would pull it off, but you can't pull it off because you're not big enough. So you got to expand, this is where faith comes in. Faith says, okay, listen, I'm gonna make a leap from where I am today, my current capacity, what I believe, and I'm gonna go. With God, it's no different. You want a bigger, better, more intense belief of who God is and experience with God in your life and the voice inside you, guess what? You're gonna have to let go of the belief that you currently have. Because the belief that you have right now was too small. It's too small, it's a small little where you're trying to shove God in, it's not working. It worked up to a certain point, but the results that you say you want, is going to require you to take a leap. You're going to have to have faith and then you're going to have to be committed, committed to making that leap. Even when it's confusing, even when it's complicated, even when it doesn't make sense. And so faith itself fuels commitment and commitment, commitment is simply a declaration that I'm going to go and do. I'm going to go and do what the voice is telling me to do. I'm going to go and do this thing that the that the God's been prompting me to do. I'm going to go and do what I know I need to do. That's it. Like, doesn't matter how I feel about It doesn't matter if I wake up tomorrow and I don't feel like doing it. Then I'm going to take a breather for a second and guess what I'm going to do. Then I'm going to do it. See, we get 100% of what we're committed to in life. We don't get what we deserve. We don't get what we're entitled to. And just because you're a son of God doesn't mean that you're going to get anything. And I love everybody likes to get all fired up with me on this one. Oh, well, you know what? Jesus died for my sins and the grace covers me and the blood for, blood of the lamb covered me long before I was born. And there's nothing I can do to earn it. I was like, dude, I ain't arguing that with you. So quit going to that kindergarten conversation, poor favor. What I'm talking about is life beyond that. And you can sit here and talk about how you're going to sit around and wait for Jesus to come back again. Or guess what you could do? You could get to work. Because last time I checked, last time I checked, the ministry that you so worship, the ministry that you study, the same one that I study, there was not a bunch of people sitting around meditating, hoping that life would change. And they definitely weren't sitting around in church houses, preaching to each other, taking light to the light and preaching the good word to the good people. No, they were out in the streets, my friend. They were preaching and teaching. They were living the way that people were living. They were taking the message to the people in their own language. And you know what? That takes commitment. And that takes faith because it requires you to leave the comfort of your little church houses and comfort of your little scriptures and the way that you like to quote everything from the book of Romans. Oh, here we go. Let me break out the book of Psalms. Let me give you some happy panda bear fruit talk. Listen, I ain't arguing all that with you. But it's the same thing like sitting around and reading about fitness inside of magazines, inside of men's health, instead of getting your ass to the gym. You can read all day long. You can talk to them about how smart you are, about how amazing you are, about how wonderful you are, and how much you got figured out, but guess what? It's not gonna matter. It's not gonna matter because your life's not gonna change unless you serve other people, and your life's not gonna change unless you have the faith and the commitment to question who you are right now. You might be considered that God, God in the universe is waiting for you to become the greatest version of who you could be, but you can't become the greatest version of who you're meant to be if you continue to cling to the humanity of who you used to be. You have to let it go. And that takes commitment. And that commitment says, I will grow. That commitment says, I will become more as a man. I will become more as a husband. I will become more as a father. I will become more as a businessman. I'm committed to this. And inside of that, that commitment, once declared, the universe now delivers up courage. But not until then. courage. Courage isn't gonna come before faith. You don't have courage before faith. Faith doesn't mean shit, right? It doesn't mean anything, because all faith does, it gives you this emotional inkling that you're gonna do something. Commitment then says, listen, I realize I'm going to be an emotional hurricane, and I'm not going to feel like doing this, and I'm not going to want to do this. just like Jesus is the garden of Gethsemane. Please, Father, if there's another way, please pass this bitter cup from me and give me another way. Give me another way. Please, Lord, give me a different way because this way is too heavy. It hurts too bad. I don't like it. It's not what I prefer, but you know what? Not my way, thy way be done. And so many times I watch us, we like preach Jesus out of one cheek and then on the flip side, how do we behave? We behave like sheep. We don't behave like leaders. We don't behave like kings. We don't behave like the men we were called to be to set a standard in the world about how life could be. It's not how we live. We live scared. We live uncommitted. We live without courage, hiding behind our scriptures. Instead of what? Getting off our asses and living it. Teaching people. Being the beacon, showing and demonstrating courage. Doesn't take courage to continue to do the same shit you've always done. There's no courage in that. Doesn't. It takes courage to expand. It takes courage to become more. And if you're the same kind of guy that you were 10 years ago, it's a problem. If you're the same kind of guy you were six months ago, you're in, you're in trouble. Because you're not put here to stay the same. It's not a game of neutral. It's not a treadmill at a 3.0. You're supposed to be growing, my friend. And that takes courage. And sometimes you're gonna have faith, sometimes you're not. Sometimes you're gonna be committed and sometimes you're not. Sometimes you're gonna have courage and sometimes you're not. But my challenge for you today is this. Like, what are you actually committed to? Right, like that's the question. Like, What are, what are you actually committed to? And if you looked across your, your core four, body being balanced in business, what would your actions tell us? What would your actions tell us you are actually committed to? Not your words, not your writings in your journal. What would your actions tell us you were actually committed to? And the challenge for today is this. If you see an area in your life in which you are trying to get a result but you realize you are not committed and the reason is because you're filled with fear because you've not activated courage and know courage is on the other side of commitment, what can you do today to level up that commitment? And consider it is not a way of thinking, it's not a way of declaring, you gotta do something. If it's a gym, maybe you need to go hire a trainer. If it's your wife, maybe you need to have a conversation. If it's God, maybe you need to have a prayer. Maybe you talk to your pastor, you talk to your bishop. Talk to your priest. Talk to a friend about it. If it's your business, maybe you gotta do something different in your business. You gotta market different. You gotta sell different, you gotta quit hiding. Only you have the answers to this. Take that first step today. All right, my friends, we're going to wrap up this daily fuel. Couple of reminders: If you're not currently subscribed to iTunes in or and Warrior on Fire in iTunes, head on over to iTunes, get yourself subscribed today. Also, if you do not have access to the daily action guides available with these Warrior on Fire podcasts. Head on over to WakeUpWarrior, excuse me, WarriorOnFire.com That's WarriorOnFire.com Put your email address in there, click submit. We're going to send them on demand at the palm of your hand every single day. giving the inspiration with the key tips and tricks from here at this Daily Fuel as well as all of the key questions, challenges and quotes of the day. You're also going to get a special video training called Core 4, the Art and Science to Having It All. And on top of this, if you are not currently having access to our movies that we have created online, our mini documentaries. Uh, I shouldn't even say mini. They're 90 minutes long. uh, Showing the before and after case studies of warrior men who've chosen to live the warrior's way to having it all, head on over to wakeupwarrior.com. Put your email address in, click submit, and off you go. My friends, I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Fuel. Have a great rest of your day. My name is Garrett J. White, signing off, saying love and light. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night.